is a bitch and I ain't here to complain but yo I'm just saying that uh, I'll take your dollar even if it's change cause I'm giving you nothing but free music when I do release an album you can buy please do it now there's a fan base following this character about to show the world how to make it in America uh. I need dollar, 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 what I need I've been staring at your face like how I get so lucky child banish your waistline how I get so lucky Call me on your break time, how I get you lucky Hit me on the FaceTime, tell me that you love me Hit me on the FaceTime, we can lovey-dovey No comparing to your face, my how I get you lucky Even got the K-9 Domino, motherfucker, what's that? How much did that sample cost? It didn't cost us nothing Really? Yo, so crazy. I pulled off, people still tell me to this day, labels tell me to this day that I pulled off like the heist in history. Yo. Because that's one of the most sample record of all times. Right. Them dudes, they're the zombies, they're like the Beatles of the UK. They've sold a hundred million records. Right. They don't license their shit to fucking nobody. Nobody. So, and I got that. And if you remember him, Mukafer and Melanie Fiona had the same record at the same time. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Steve Rifkin couldn't get that sample cleared. And he wow. threw racks at it. So <laughs> I found out who the publisher, it was a publisher who owned the rights to it in the UK. I get a hold of him. He's got a partner who was the original owner of the Zombies label, and he lives in San Fran. Mm. I fly out to San, I fly out to San Fran, right? right. So my AOB. I, I get in contact with this dude via email. I play the whole like, yo, we're independent. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, Not a bunch right, of right. bread. Like, mm. and mind you, we had just signed our deal for the record, and the label was like, "All right, cool. Where's the clearance paperwork?" Mm. And we were like, "Uh, <laughs> not cleared yet." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, so they were shit. mad, worried about it because right. they just gave us all this bread, and they didn't even know the record wasn't cleared. Mm. Oh man, because it was getting so much radio play right. that right. they Keep figured. Going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, bang, I play that card. I fly to 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 there, and then after that, take them out to dinner. Have a few conversations. You got like, warm real quick. Yo, really, yo, this dude absolutely loved me. Love, yo, loved me. I at the time I was probably you know twenty seven, twenty six, yeah. just vibrant. You know what I'm saying? Like, word, word. so the dude, I flew back home. The dude called with the the dude in Europe and the UK. They had a conversation, and he called me back and was just like, "Yo, just give me fifty percent of the publishing." And I was like, what? Yo, mind you, we use their whole fucking beat. Yeah, they're, that's what I'm saying. They're non legitimately entitled to 100%. And yeah. not only did we use the beat, then we used their lyrics in the hook and put it on Yo, loop. They, they might have added like oh, some bass, a couple strings, and that's yeah. it. We added an 808 to that, it. Like, it, was, it was really nothing. But, like, it was but the whole, whole shit. shit was boom, boom. Yeah, it was. Doo -doo. <laughs> and that is one. They own... Like when you when when fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger said "Who's your daddy?" They own yeah. that. They own what? the phrase, Damn. right? We licensed. That was another thing Mukafer did. They were smart. They licensed "Who's your daddy" and all these separate countries and entities that the zombies didn't own. So they made a lot of money off the "Who's your daddy?" Phrase. Oh, Mukafer, I out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they made a lot of money off the phrase. So yeah. So but yeah. So no money. Fifty percent of the publishing, and that was that. See, I can't I believe didn't even to realize this day that you could you could you could copyright. 
phrases? Yeah. 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 Yo, Paris Hilton mm-hmm. copy wrote what it's hot or that's hot. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Like I remember that the but latest one. I thought that one. was just bullshit. Like, no. The latest what? one I heard of was Anthony Davis where he like trademarked like like you know, he got the unibrow shit, right? So yeah. he trademarked like uh the fuck was it? Something to brow. Like like it's it's mad shit that got to do with his eyebrow, but but he like copyrighted that shit where you can't use it. Yo, there's a dude from Connecticut. Fear the brow. Fear the brow. Right, right, right. That's probably it. They probably made a lot of money off that. Exactly. Yo, there's a dude from Connecticut. You probably know. He's, he's got probably one of the bigger clothing lines. He's been around for a long time. Right. He's got, he copyright wrote a phrase. It's a three word phrase that is used by damn near everybody. Walmart, uh, Old Navy, and New Era have all infringed on the phrase. And he's mm. got like, over a hundred million dollars in lawsuits. <laughs> we need to get that nigga on the show. Where he at? Yeah. You know, matter of fact, behind the scenes, I need you to tell me that name. Bro, Walmart, <laughs> Walmart has made like something like sixty-five million dollars off the freeze. Just Walmart. So Ooh, like, yeah, crazy wow. shit. This opens up a whole. New yeah, <laughs> but you know, but yeah. So you can listen. I tell you, I used to work to this dude Mo Millions. It was called Deja Vu Entertainment. They were mm-hmm. like a label who who had like some signees, and they used to he used to fuck the game up. What he would do is he had these two artists, this kid red handed. Mm-hmm. He used to buy. He used to go to artists right before they were bubbling. Jim Jones, Paul Wall. I'm gonna right. take a hundred. This is how I met Paul Wall because I used to work for him. He bought a hundred shows from Paul Wall at a hundred thousand dollars when. <sighs> Before Paul popped, here, here's 100 grand, 100 shows. Paul was like, word, first 100 grand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he waits until Paul pops, and then Paul's getting five grand, eight grand, 10 grand, 12 grand, 20 grand a show. And now you are now you have the right to 100 shows, now you're selling shows for fucking mm-hmm. 10,000, 15,000. So he used to fuck the game up. Oh gosh. But, um, Damn. <laughs> that dude, we, listen, we, we moved into Oklahoma. We made this move in Oklahoma, and he opened up this nightclub out there, and we used to funnel all the artists through this. And anyways, when you know you move into a new city, there's other rappers out there hating, being all upset. These right. rappers start dissing motherfuckers. Start they actually shot up a clothing store he owned out there. Like shit got yeah. real. Shit got real. So listen, no, he do. Pseudo. No, he went and trademarked their rap and label name. World Yo, World. <laughs> man, they could never put out a piece of music ever under, the, again. under that shit. <sighs> And if they did, he would own it. Yo, that's the most so, G shit you, I've ever heard. After he did that, listen. After he did that, after he did that, he now owned every single entity that was copywritten by them locally. So if they put anything out, any albums out, any of that, he could now sue them for all back money for anything they made. That's and they were a the smaller shit. label. Yeah. It was wow. just like some Midwest shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, I that's the game day. he played on. You, like, if you Damn. fucked with him, and you didn't own your name. Psst, got it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real shit. I like that nigga. I like him. That nigga. Look, that's real pimp. Now that's pimp. Yeah. That's, some, that's some wild shit. Now, being that Mookie had the differences or whatever, has that swayed you away from like signing groups or duos? Because now you deal with like Chris Webby and you deal with Annoyed and things like that. I don't want to say it swayed me away, but anytime you deal with more than one person, it's difficult. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's why the group thing has become almost absolute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard. Duos. Why yeah. Do, why do you think there's no more groups? Yo, it's so. I mean, now that you have the Ray Shremers and Amigos, but it's yeah. so hard to keep two people on the same page. Like now, you want two people to be on time. Now you want two people to show up. Now you want two people to fight for the same thing. It's so hard to mm. for two people to do that together. Mm. The same way it's hard for like you to be in a relationship. Like that's the way it is with some music shit. Like one's got to be okay with one being bigger than the other. One's got to be this part, and one's got to be the you know. Let's Mook was Mook was mm. like the. Sh- the flashier one and fair was like more the underground ish, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Duel for the love shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you have to find people that compliment each other. I just think that's it's real hard, you know? Like 
Is it? To, yeah, hell yeah. Just to make two people be one? That shit's difficult. You can't have a light-skinned nigga and a dark-skinned nigga in a, in a, in a group. It don't work. <laughs> and yo, know, the other shit. Listen, the other shit work. is too. Is listen, as an as an artist, like if you if you're not popping, right now, you need to find two people that don't work, two people that can financially support themselves. Like, mm. how do you find two people that can give everything up? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's like you when you're in this music shit. Unless you're on some street shit, getting money in the street, you struggle because it nothing's yeah. guaranteed. It's Nothing. hard to make money. You spend so much money, like. Artists spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and still don't get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, the shit is a struggle. So, in order to find two people like that, I just think it's hard overall. Back then, you used to find the group. The groups was because homies used to be out more rapping. Right, I right. think now two people are less social. So, you're not yeah. moving around the scene that. rapping with the homies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I, I, I feel like that's a big deal. And labels. Labels don't want, you know... It's a risk financially because now you're signing two people. And if one person fucks up, then your whole shit yeah, is fucked up. Yeah, that's another thing, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be the bright person in the group. You know, Nori was always moving. You, you had to kind of worry about if Capone was <laughs> going to show yeah. up or, or the mood he was going to be. Same thing with the woo shit. I mean, how do you make eight, nine, ten people get along all the time and be the same? You know what yo, I'm saying? I, yo, you always hear about that shit. Like, Ghost got a problem with meth. Yeah. You guy got a problem with everybody. Capadonna don't want to show up. Just, yeah, it's crazy. And then some of these guys aren't even in actual Wu-Tang and they're affiliates. And, but it's just hard in general to have... Multiple people do anything that and R and B R and B super hard. That too, super difficult. Would you ever sign an R and B group, or you just staying away from? I that? actually, I used to manage um, Janessa Monique. If you remember, she was the white girl on making the band mm-hmm. with Frederick and uh, Sarah. It, it came down to her and Sarah Stokes, a little yeah. small white girl uh-huh. with bright blue eyes. And I she, bet you if I she actually said, "Remember the B two K record, bump 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 with Diddy." She, yeah. she did that little dun 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 dun. Uh-huh. She sang that, but she because she was in the house. She was the last girl in the house, but between her and Sarah, and Sarah got picked. Mm. But I, I, I managed her. I got her. But R and B is so hard, dog. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. Like as an R and B artist, everything is about basically women gawking over you or men gawking right, over right, you. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So you feel entitled. Like, you know, a lot of R&B artists are dickheads. Right. You know, but like... That's what I keep you, hearing. Yo, it's it's bad. But if you're someone like Genuine and 30 million women want to fuck you senseless, you start to feel like you're the man. Yeah. I mean, no, you know what I'm saying? So like... Yeah, light skin with an escrow. Why not? Yo, yeah. like arm, arm, the sense thing. of entitlement. <laughs> and then even in the studio... Nigga X out here. And the studio is different. It's it's no. longer studio <laughs> sessions. It takes Word. layers and layers upon layers of music. It's mm. it's so different with R and B. And then there's you know like makeup and right. dress yeah. is very important. Right, right, and right. photo shoots are very important. Long and even days. now, even now, like R and B is hard to break. I mean, there's the few people who do it, like the like Tiller or Weekend. They have these crazy cult followings. Mm. But in general, R and B is not an online thing because on like blogs is eighty percent men. Right. Women don't really. They look on Spotify or SoundCloud for music, but they're not on Hot New Hip Hop. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, yeah. like right. they go to World Star to see shit like everybody else, but right. they're not like on Nah Right and Two Dope Boys. Like yeah. that's exactly. that's men. You know what I'm saying? So R and B is not. It's hard to break that record. And now with radio, like everything is kind of a rhythmic station that plays like a little pop mm. rap. You know what I'm saying? So at Hot 93, you can hear a Bieber record to a Pitbull record to right. a Khaled record to a Troy Ave record to you know to Fuck a Troy Big Sean record. <laughs> you know, like this all these guy. shit. You can you can hear all these different types of records. So R and B now, 
is very slow and very melodic, so it's changed. It's hard to, to play slow R&B on radio now. Yeah. There's not a lot of old R&B stations anymore. Mm-mm. Not at all. So Now, you said earlier that you were attracted to like lyrics and bars and things like that. So was that what attracted you to Chris Webb and Annoyed? No, Webb was different. Webb was his his former man, now former manager, mm. uh, was like my intern for Mook and Fair. Mook and Fair signed their deal with Cinematic, mm. right, which is Johnny Shipes, Joey Badass, okay. and uh, the whole pro era movement, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke Dizza. Um, they own everything. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, they shot with them, and then... Uh, they gave the, the Johnny Shipes like, yo, I got this kid in Connecticut. He's from New Haven. Like, he's trying to intern. He's young. He's in college. You know what I'm saying? So they put me on to Dana. Mm. And at the time, Dana had just started managing Webb. Mm. And he used to be like, yo, I got this white rapper. This Chris Webby. And my first ever rapper, like, as I'm on my own as a manager, was this white kid. His name was Powder from Plainville. Powder. 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 And, yo, let me tell you something. He was like M. I mean, that kid. If so, he, you, so, so he was asked, nice. If you asked him to spit... 200 bars he was spitting <laughs> now was it now was it 200 bars of bullshit or was it like 200 bars nah, or like, like some, some real hip-hop level shit? like m he'd go from touching some real racial shit to touching some real pull your heart out and pass it back to you shit mm. you know what i'm saying he yeah, was a yeah. white boy but he was a black kid like underneath you know what, what i'm saying black spirit. Gotcha. but he rapped like <laughs> them white kids big words yeah. and, you know what i'm saying but he couldn't make I a record for <laughs> shit though. yeah he couldn't make a record for shit you just you know what i'm saying it was terrible making that's a motherfucker's problem niggas could rap to the blue in the face yeah, can't, you can't make, make a record, record. That's that and, true. yeah that's so true. so i never at first i was like nah, nah chris webby and i kept going on to do my thing and then like a couple years go by and I see Webb really moving mm-hmm. and I kind of watch him and Dana me and him stay in touch and and then I was working for Ray J for a few years and a couple of other artists and I got to a point where I wasn't doing this shit for a check no more because I was alright you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like I was making good money so when Dana came to me I just felt like it was a different lane for me because I'd never been in that lane of I was from commercial shit mm-hmm. Webb is in this cult underground mm-hmm. different like right. do the shit for the love shit, right, right, real right, shit. Right, like, right. and they're young, and and I felt like I was getting older. So I, I just Dana come, came to me one day, like this is probably two thousand and eleven, right. two thousand twelve, and was like, bro, I can't. I've gotten Webb as big as I can get him in that lane. Like I need to bring him to the mainstream somewhat, mm-hmm. and that's when they brought me on board. And it was super dope, man, because I again I got to hang out with these younger kids who seen things different and like. Mm-hmm. You know, these rappers, they don't go on tour, dog. Like, Future goes on tour and Drake goes on tour. But, like, French Montana don't go on tour, dog. Like, Jim Jones don't go on tour. Like, these cats perform in clubs. Mm-hmm. And if they right, go on right, tour, right. they go out, like, with Drake or... Five, ten, They're not tours. touring. Like, Chris Webby tours, dog. Like, yeah. that dude does a hundred shows a year. Like, Tech 9 tours. Logic tours. g tours. Tech like, 9 is some other shit. Yeah. Bro, other I can shit. tell you still. I went to their, their Strange Music facility in Kansas City, dog. Right. They got... 10 buildings, 10 25,000 square foot buildings. They own every building. They got a car wash that washes their own tour buses. They got five <laughs> tour buses, five sprinters, five vans, 10 trailers. Damn. Like everything is fucking in house. It's the most unreal shit ever. Yo, the illest shit I heard, what, matter of fact, I was watching Cribs and Akon got his own fucking gas pump. Yeah, that was the illest shit I've ever yeah, seen yeah. in my life, yo. But then when he said that shit, I was like, maybe Akon ain't the shit. Nah, they, <laughs> but you know, like that. So these guys tour, hip hop cats do clubs. They do. Right. Even Migos, like Migos is going on tour of Future, like they don't tour. They do yeah. one-off dates, mm-hmm. they go on tour with bigger artists, and they do nightclubs. Like French get, Meek get $20,000 a night in a nightclub mm-hmm. three, four nights a week. Like 
Webb is doing 40 dates in 45 days, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and they're all Toad's Place like venues. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like Jim right. Jones don't do well at Toad's Place. Nah, Jim nah, Jones do good in the nightclub. Like right. if to go to Toad's Place, you got to be a certain type of artist. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. those are the cats that do well there. Right. So it was a different in the touring, like the merchandising and the mm. independence. Like you know, the world I come from, the labels, majors pay for everything. Here's Web. Web makes a million dollars a year, dog. Web makes over so a million dollars right, a year. Right, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. So you telling me Chris Webby? Look up his net worth. I don't want to. It's worth because <laughs> just, just an FYI, it, it's it's worth more than Meek Mill. What? <laughs> Google his net worth. What? Hold up. All that shit Meek Mill be talking. Google his net worth. Like, what? We got we we got to take a break for this shit. Hold up. <laughs> yo, yo, the Wi-Fi on yo. Webby right. from Norwalk. Yeah, mm-hmm. nigga. Now he's in Southport. It's two million. He's in Southport. Wait, so what's 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 Meek Mills? Two two point seven million is what. There's a few. There's like one for two point three. Meeks is like now three three million dollars now. I'm mad that that comes up next. It's like Chris Webby then Chris Webby net worth, and then Chris Webby toes place. Yeah, there's. I mean, two there's, million. There's some sites that say two. There's some say two point three. Some say three. Some say two point seven. Hold on, we gonna get to Damn. a lot of this shit. I ain't fucking. I niggas playing. Don't say. Sneaks? Nah, hold up. It's a Meek at three. But that's now. I'm t- I was talking about this was the last time I checked was like a year ago. But as of still, as of right. February 2017, it says it says Meek is at three million and Chris Webby's at two. But even still, that's not that bad of a difference. That's not that bad of a difference. Considering Meek Mill yeah. talk a bunch of shit about how much money he got. Right. But Yo. see, but here's but here's my thing though. So this is where it gets back to being different. So here's Webb that makes he literally brings in a million a year every year for the past like six, seven years. But he only Yo, takes you home. might you might get Listen, you, only, you might get him robbed. He only out. takes home <laughs> no, he only takes home about 150. Mm. After a million? After a million. I mean, I mean, you got to pay everybody. But as an independent, here's your, here's your thing. So here's Webb. He does 40 cities, right? Mm. So your v, your sprinter, just say a sprint. His when he used to do a tour bus, right. tour bus is is basically a thousand dollars a day with gas. So 40 dates is forty thousand right. dollars. Okay. So then he's got drummer two three hundred a day, DJ two three hundred a day, road manager one hundred fifty two hundred a day, security one hundred fifty a day, camera guy one hundred a day, That's merch guy one hundred a day. He paying out fifteen hundred a day. In mm. payroll, right? right? Mm. Then you have hotels for those eight or nine people, right. which is two, three, yeah, two, right. three rooms. Right. Yeah, you got to so pay everybody. It's if he's making so just on average, Web gets you know five to seven grand a show, right? If he makes five thousand, just in hotels, vehicle, and payouts, right. he's at twenty five hundred three thousand for the night. Crazy, that's yo. Crazy. Right. So if it's three thousand for the night, say twenty five hundred for the night, right? right. Then you got to give twenty percent to management. Then you got to give ten percent to your booking agent. So out of twenty five hundred, now you're eating another seven eight hundred bucks right. for the management. You know what I'm saying? So now you're at say eighteen seventeen hundred. Now you got to pay taxes. So now you're at you make what thirteen fourteen hundred dollars for that God. show? Blow up Meek Mill Twitter, yo. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you spend all your own bread. You know, Web. I was on salary, so Web is paying me thirty forty fifty thousand dollars a year as an independent, paying one person that right. bread. You know what I'm saying? And you got eight, nine people on a payroll. And same thing, here's your merch. So he makes amazing money off the merch. But to go on a show, for, to go off for 40 cities, he got to drop 20000 up front for the merch. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you make the 50 back. So if, in essence, he does 40 cities at 5000 a total, that's 200000 and you do another 30000 40000 in merch, mm-hmm. it costs him about 
140, 150,000 to do that tour. So free and clear, he walks away with 60 grand mm. out of 250, which mm. uh, it sounds crazy, Boo. but for 50 days to make yeah, 60 exactly. grand, you know That's what I'm saying? Thing. But like, you know, as an independent, Everything you do is ba- you can't make money if you don't tour. You can't sell merch right. if you don't tour, right. and you can't tour unless you put out projects. Chris Webby put out sixteen projects since two thousand ten, dog. That's that's over two a year. Content is king. Mm. That kid got three hundred songs online for sale. Shit. But that's why independents rock like that. Mm-hmm. Tech puts out two albums every fucking year because you can't tour and you can't sell merch right. Right. without it. And that's the only way you make your brand as an independent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, it's crazy. And Webb, bro, Webb has sold, he's, he's put out one album and three EPs. He sold 140,000 units on SoundScan. Chemically imbalanced. Chemically imbalanced. He signed a a, a big deal with E1. He got like six hundred grand. But that album is up to sixty thousand units. That's that's ridiculous. Independent. And that's in stores. Bro, he cut it. They cut a deal with Fye. He went and did like sixty and fifty five in store signings at Fyes. He might have sold more than Platinum Plumber. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) So like you sell, but you spend a lot of money, man. And and independent. I mean, everything is your. I mean, everything. Every right. your, all your studio, listen chemically and it's crazy. Sound chemically imbalanced costs seventy thousand dollars to record, mm. to record. Circle House, Platinum Studios, Treehouse in L.A. You're doing eight hour sessions. Those are eight hundred to a thousand dollars per session mm. for, with an engineer. You know what I'm saying? You do thirty of those sessions. That's thirty thirty five thousand. Then mixing and mastering on top of that, and then when you at the studio, you're spending money on liquor and food for everybody yeah, in the studio. Right, right. That's seventy eighty thousand yeah. dollars is bang done. That's just to record it. That doesn't even co- that even cost. I'm not even talking about buying beats and shit, right? Or paying Damn. for features or or it's it's crazy. That's how you see when you can't wonder why these mother even like what Meek. Listen, I say Meek is worth three million dollars, and a lot of these artists. They're getting club cash, so it's different. You know what I'm saying? But me can go fly on a private jet and bill it to the label. Yeah, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? So you can you can bill. I'm not saying he's not paying. I'm just saying as when you're on a major label, you can bill shit a lot of the times. Like I could when Webb was signed to E1, we could go to Circle House and invoice E1 for the money. You know what I'm saying? So like we were in Circle House recording a top ten studio in the country, but we weren't physically paying for that you right. know what i'm saying like so yeah. you as an artist you get certain you get certain things like you know you i can get a rolls royce company out of philly to give me a royce if i'm meek mill like yeah, if i just yeah, rap bro. if i put your rolls royce in the shit yeah, all the time right. you know what i'm saying right. so like right. a lot of, when you're rich a lot of people give you free you, you yeah. pay for less shit yeah you get free clothes i have, I have heard that bro yeah. i know when artists you, that, when you get money you spend you know, less you can on go everything to a else. jeweler and they'll give you a 10 15 20,000 rolly just to just shout them out on yeah, Instagram just, yeah, just to say shit. where you, know you got it from or or even if they don't give it to you you They'll just start giving you jewelry that you rock for a couple months and you give it back and they give you another set of jewelry and you Get give it back. The fuck out. Yo. Niggas you know, nice like, yeah, like that shit. I mean, you know, that's listen, and when you're getting sponsors and shit like that, and these right. sponsors are paying like, you know, when you're an artist, you gotta think too, like, even if you're only worth three million, mm. Meek don't gotta buy no clothes, dog. You really that's don't. That's one that's I see you yo, pay web, for. Yo, yeah. web, web, <laughs> web get like this is web. Web get like, I don't know, maybe on a on an average, I guess if I could. Put it into a consumption, maybe maybe two thousand pounds of clothes a year for free. 
That's where we need to get. You know what I'm saying? Like he, every month, you know, <laughs> and a lot of the shit is, is some of it's it whack. Too. It's not, you don't rock yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, like you don't rock everything. some really whack shit yeah. in the mail. You know what I'm saying? But on average, he gets four, five, six pair of sneakers a month, 10, 12 t-shirts, 10, 12 hoodies, five pair of jeans, beanies, hats. You know what I'm saying? So I like, need, you I know. Need, I need now, Ralph Lauren to sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, for real. I just need Heineken and that's it. Heineken want to sponsor my podcast? Jameson, yo, when Webb put out Jamo Neat, and Jameson, Jameson probably was yeah. all over him all, all, all mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that dude had to pay for bottles nigga. for fucking a year now, nigga <laughs> yo word now I don't want to attribute this to race but do you think all this is happening to Chris Webby because he's white now a, a lot of it's times when it nigga, yeah, okay so you're gonna, you're gonna act like no go ahead, no. Go ahead, go ahead. so I'm talking about when it's a white rapper people a, a lot of people t- tend to flock to that more than the actual black rapper so I don't know. No, do, do I you, feel. Listen, no, is, no, it, is it Web hustle? Is it yes and doing? no? I mean, listen, Web. He makes music for a certain type of kid that no one else can really make music for. Right. Web, Web came into music saying, "I don't." And this is noticed with anybody, but mm. I'm not worried about black kids. I'm not worried about Spanish kids. I'm not worried about white people that are over 24. Mm. I'm worried about He's going 12 off of his to 22 mm-hmm. white college kids, kids right. that like, like to drink. drink. Right. right. Yeah. So that's that's his content. But when you look at a Joey badass, he's big independently and shit like right. that, and it's but because he's more conscious, right? But he's he's speaking to like an intelligent young black kid stoner, right? right. So these all these independent artists, Nobody whether black Dizzy right is popping, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. He speaks to a young stoner. black stoner kid, <laughs> right? Right. Hobson is popping. Yeah. He speaks to. Like, weirdos like, like 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 the weirdo skater kid yeah. right and tech nine you know half tech nine fans have painted fingernails and fucking eyeliner yeah, on those, and those, black those, boots and yeah, those, you know what i'm saying so like whenever you go after a niche gotta keep with it's it. it's always with that niche so i won't say it's working for web because he's white it's working for web because he knows, he his, knows demo. his demographic mm-hmm. like you know a lot of artists don't know their demo he knows his demo so right. sam adams who went to school at trinity in mm-hmm. hartford he knows his demo. Mac Miller knows his demo. Right. Mac Miller's not trying to make music for you or you. He's right. trying to make music for like, like college Zanic. slash yeah, them Xanax, mm-hmm. zombie Yeah, ass. you know what I'm saying? So like you can't, you know, I, I can't say that it's happening because he's white, but like the other shit is, is like, yo, Webb's fans, those same kids who like him, they're also the kids who consume a lot of hip hop. Mm. Like Webb, listen, 80% of music is consumed by white kids, whatever which way. But, you want, yo, right? I've been or saying this shit for the longest. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, you know, in the stores and I've got I've gone to Wu Tang like concerts and so, seen sprinkles of black people. But here, right. But here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing though. It's, it's it's really weird. And it's black people need to make it cool. And then white people will support it and buy it. And it's it's they been like, like they that. don't like spending money in concerts. It's just listen, we're only spending money on shit. But I mean that's that's how it is across the board though. In the culture, we create the culture, and then and then it becomes and then they steal it. Say, say, no, I'm not going (laughs) to say (laughs) they steal it, but I'm just going to say they just know how to monetize it. Take it farther than we can possibly ever think about. It's the same. It's the same scenario where it's like American guys calling their restaurant Italian restaurant. You get what I'm saying? Like they're trying to take from Italians and what they. I'm not saying they invented this shit. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? But but that that partly is an American thing too because look at. Like, there's this spot on uh, Madison in uh, Bridgeport. Mm. 
they Middle Eastern, but they create their whole menu is like American food. Nigga, right? I know Jamaica's that own a you know Chinese restaurant. Right, but here, but here. <laughs> right, but and it's like, <laughs> but that should be good. And it's like, I mean, like, right. You know what so mean? In, in general, general so ain't when, real, when it but. comes to the mainstream, right, it's always been that way since the beginning of anything. The right. hood keeps you hot and right. keeps you moving and right. puts right. you on the upline up for the mainstream to see you. You mm. get what I'm saying? So you need that. I always say, like, listen, Eminem's top top five ever, right? But right. if M didn't have Dre, he's not top five ever. He's still top five ever mm-hmm. rapping, but he's not top, top five, five ever that everybody knows. Right. Like, he yes. needed that. Like, he needed yeah. that cosign. You but know how, how important is that balance, though? Between the two, it's a because it's a, if you go full, it's a super fine. It's balance. a lot it's of motherfuckers that wouldn't that. be on if if they didn't have the right producer. Like, yeah, like yeah. damn near at, like at I want to say like eighty percent of motherfuckers wouldn't be on if at they didn't have times. the right producer. Yeah, like I, Snoop wouldn't be Snoop without Dre. I don't accredit the white thing the web. I accredit him knowing his demo and right, him yeah. rapping about that content wise. Like he and listen, I'm not. I was not a fan of Chris because I can't. I'm not listening to that. Like right. I was an urban white kid. Like I don't like that frat rap shit yeah. he's not even a frat rapper neither he's he's different but he raps about Xanax and you know what I'm saying like shit you can't relate yeah, to so I don't fuck with that shit but I, I understood him as an artist and I understood what he did independently like right. he started that. yo listen I've seen I was there when g Easy say he started doing shit like this because of Webb. Like, Webb was... Right. Webb came... Wait, wait, wait. Bro. <laughs> g Easy. Bro, let me tell you something. Mac Miller wouldn't be Mac Miller without Chris Webby. And I fuck that's with a, Mac That's Miller. a big like statement. Let, let, me just, let me just explain something. Before, yeah, Mac, Mil- before Mac, nah, Miller was, Mac Miller... Before Mac Miller was... Let me tell you. That's before Mac Miller was popping, though. Chris Webby had a sold-out show in Pennsylvania. Guess who opened for him? Mac Miller. Mac, Mac Miller. So then Chris Webby had a song called I Need a Dollar. I need right. a dollar. They got a song dollar. together. Right. But listen, that record had 10 million plays. Yeah. Webb decided to put Mac on the remix, and that song got 100 million downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, not downloads, I'm sorry. Plays on YouTube. Streams. Right, right. Streams, yeah. YouTube. And then Mac, at that point, started to get Webb's bass, started to create his mm-hmm. bass, and got picked up by Rostrum. And then went out with Wiz, okay. right? So I'm not saying that he's a credit to his career. What mm. I'm saying is Webb put him on a platform he had never been on. He opened for Open Webb in his eyes. own city at a sold-out show that Chris Webby sold out. Chris Webby came. He was the first. It was him, Asher Roth, and Sam Adams, oh, and then M&M's. Asher M&M. That's Roth. it. Damn. I love it. He, Bro, whitest lineup ever. Webb, no. Let me tell you something. Webb, Webb was the, the first Sleep white rapper to break 100 million <laughs> plays on MySpace. <laughs> oh, Lord. Damn. On MySpace. MySpace. Webb's, listen, Webb crashed that piff in 2008. I remember that. When, yeah. when his, when his mm-hmm. mixtape dropped, he crashed the, he crashed He's the site. He's been doing this shit. Like, listen, I, I've seen... All these artists that look up to him and that come to him, and I've seen these artists. Listen, this is three years ago at South by Southwest. G's, he was like, "Bro, I modeled my shit after what you were doing." Right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's how long he's been moving. Oh, shit. Think well, about thank it. Thank God for Connecticut. Oh shit. Yo, but but it's a different <laughs> genre of music, so he doesn't get put in that. No one even thinks about him. Even now, I see. I work with Annoyed and everyone's like, oh, the first, you're the first person to ever do this shit for CT. And, and I never say nothing. But in front of the hip hop urban audience, he is. Right. To the, and to, and the to, the to an extent. To an extent. If you're not right. that, but a lot yeah. of these younger cats too also don't even really know who Mook and Fair is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, you get some of these young rappers that don't even know who I am, but dog, I've been doing this shit forever. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? So like 
But you people don't really know that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like Webb has been Webb has done the his accolades. I could go on for days, dog. That dude was nominated for XSL, XSL freshman five years in a row. And he led yeah, in I'm, online mm-hmm. voting for three years. You know who won in front of him? It was all three of the dudes from it was Hobson, mm-hmm. Jaron Benton, uh-huh. and Dizzy Wright. All three dudes from Hobson's crew mm-hmm. that were from oh funk volume. Yeah, because Hobson had such a big web. Webby was number right. two to them, mm-hmm. and he was number two. He was number one until Hobson had right. would tweet out his artist shit, and yeah. it would be you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, listen, XXL when 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 uh, MGK was a freshman, mm. they had they were doing an XXL show in the city. It was mm. like Action Bronson, MGK. It was all these cats, right? Right, and. They, could, they weren't selling no tickets. They called up Chris Webby. This is mm. before I even kind of the team. Called yeah. up Chris and asked him to get to get booked because Chris, four months earlier, had right. sold out Highline Ballroom by himself. You find out Chris Webby to plug, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is, and then they called him and then they they sold out that event and uh. then didn't even use him for freshmen. Yo, Chris Webby's the plug. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. like, listen. No that, walk. That kid, yeah. yo, he <laughs> averages, he's got probably 10 markets where he does. 700 to 1,000 kids. Then he's got 10 markets where he does 500 to 700. Then he's got 10 markets where he does 300 to 500. And then he's got about 20 markets where he does like 100, 150 to 250, 300. Wow. The plug. He's, yo, he's yeah. done seven tours by himself, headlined by himself. Yeah, I remember. He's I went out on one tour by himself. He opened up for Tech Nine, 62 cities in 65 days. Wow. <sighs> Tech Nine's an animal. I can't even. Yo, Tech Nine's some, yeah, yeah. Nine some other shit. He's a different type of nigga, different type man. of dude. But yeah, so I don't, you know, again, I don't credit it to the white yeah. person. You he know, just, what he saying? just know his demographic. Yeah, I mean, just I demo. just had to throw that in there just because I mean. But, yeah, nah, bro. but you listen. There's a lot, of, like a lot of Chris Webby fans love Dizzy Wright, love Logic, love mm-hmm. that independent. Like yo, Webb's fans. That that group of people are people who love to feel a part of something. They're kids that weren't cool in school, but mm. they're not. They weren't losers. They were kind yeah. of those in between kids yeah. who just walked that line and almost no one even really knew they were there. Right. So like though his fans feel like and anybody independent, they feel like they helped him get there. They feel like they were a part of that shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Like Chris Webby goes to his shows and he probably and this is real shit. He probably knows thirty to fifty percent. Of every fan in every city that comes to see him, that's love. Because yeah. they, it's kids that have been going to see, see him, him since they were beginning. thirteen. Yeah. Before. it's uh-huh. his fan base is crazy, and he gets a lot of like, if you're sixteen and you listen to Chris Webby mm-hmm. and you're younger brother, white kids, you, you're normally stuff. white families have three, four, five kids. You know right. what I'm saying? So the sister, the brother, listen to Webby, so he gets like a a hand me down of kids. That's right? ill. His fan base, he, he gets older and he still has younger fans coming. And he, but you know, his content, you know, he talks about Lion King and the Sopranos and, and, and Nintendo, Ninja Turtles. And, yeah. Bro, he's got a this whole side of his it's body. Like, yeah, it's Ninja like, Turtles. This Ninja. whole side of his body is women. That's when Disney I started characters. fucking with Chris Webb. I was like, oh, he's a Ninja Turtle fan? Me <laughs> too, no, he's got a whole, He's got a leg <laughs> Ninja Turtle. He got this side of Super Mario. Super Mario. Donkey Kong. Donkey, here. Yeah. And over here is a Disney princess. He's got like Jessica Rabbit with a whip. Like, you know what I'm saying? Crazy Snow White in a fucking where titties out. Yeah, Jessica like, Rabbit. Yeah, wild shit. Yeah, he do Transformer shit. Like he loved Damn. that shit. So he, yo, that's the other shit too, man. He stays. I love him because he stays true to himself, dog. Right, right, like right. when you see him and you're like, who the fuck is this quirky white kid? And then you go online and you're like, damn, he just posted a picture of Mufasa. Like, <laughs> but he's he's always gonna be him, man. He don't, and he loves his hip hop shit. He he respects 
the music. He came up listening to X and Storch mm-hmm. and M and Dre and you know, he just raps about what he knows about. He never try to be hard, never try to be, never, you know what I'm saying? Never go wrong. Nah. As long so, as you being you, you But that's you the other thing, too. A lot of white kids, you feel like they're trying to be a part of the culture. Like, mm-hmm. Wet was just mm-hmm. a white kid. He was just a cool white kid. Like, I just he, like the rap. Yeah. Real shit. Eat yeah. food and watch movies and play video games. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just like N- Nintendo and Xanax. That's it. <laughs> So yeah, that was what attracted me to Web Man. He had a cool team. He had a bunch of young creative kids that really do some cool shit. Same thing with Annoyed. Mm. Pace, my partner Pace was hitting me about him a year and a half ago, and I listened to him. And he was cool. Then I he opened up for Web when Web uh, Web Chance the Rapper and plug. Ace Hood <laughs> plug. did a show at Central. Mm. My boy Pace, I've known Pace forever. Pace used to rap. He used to be called Peso. <laughs> I mean, he, used to, he was around back on Mooka Fair in those days, you know what I'm right, saying? But right. he stopped Pace, rapping. Pace, we got to talk about that. Yeah, so he yo, he started rapping, and he started managing this kid, and he's telling me about annoying. I'm like, yeah, 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 cool, cool. I hear him rap one night. He did a freestyle at the web show. I'm like, all right, like, he could rap. Mm. But, like, cool, you know, uh, who can't rap? Right, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, special? So he stayed on me, stayed on me, and probably a year goes by, and this one night I'm driving the car, and I hear this, this record, Liquor Stains. Right. And then I start to hear it. For probably two, three weeks. That shit was tough. And I'm like, damn, this is one of my favorite records. Like, what the fuck is this? And I shazam it and it's annoyed. Oh. Right. I call Pace, like, yo, put me on a team. But and that's when I, you know, again, it takes more than that, man. Like mm. if you're gonna make money off somebody, you right. it has to be about more than that. I mean, right. a, you can do this shit for the love all you want, but you can't do this full time for the love because mm-hmm. you can't pay bills it's, for the love. Like it, right? People say that shit every day, and that's why I say Ain't like nothing going on with the rent. Even commercialism and shit. People say oh, you sold out. So like, what's the listen? If you took the definition of commercialism, it's the minute you try to promote anything or make a dollar off anything. I don't give a fuck if you go down the street and try and sell a bottle of lemonade that you made at home. You're commercializing, commercializing your product. Right? So yeah. you know the the real the true definition of that. You know what I'm saying? Who's mm-hmm. to say? Who sold their soul or who did, you know, even if it's, yo, Nas dog did deals with like Lugs and Pelly Pelly yeah. and like Willie Esco and like, like he Nas went. Nas is a fucking hypocrite. What I'm saying, he went and signed <laughs> a Jay Z. Like, you know what I'm I saying? Like, hear that shit. There's a lot of artists that have I done. I never endorsed a liquor things. company, but then you see him on a Hennessy commercial. Yeah. But like that's what I'm saying. You can't you gotta but, get paid. But, but the time change. That's what I'm saying. Nah, he, nah, no, he no. was paying. He was paying at least fifty thousand a yeah. month. Oh, he was. He, he was. But how? Well, he, that's what I'm trying to that say. That nigga get like web and get on fucking shows and just be touring but, and shit. But how can that nigga you, tore off an of illmatic, stillmatic? But listen, that's but listen, that's what I'm trying to say. Shut like, up. How can you stop somebody from trying to to better? <laughs> like the whole the whole reason you start making music right. is for the most people Bevel to hear blades. your shit. So Tech, you know what I'm saying? pushing that so shit. Like, how, nigga, come on, man. How, how do you have more people hear your shit? You have to make different music and fuck with different products. Well, mm. shit, let's go commercial then, nigga. <laughs> you, but like, it, it, yeah. but what happens is it takes you there. So like, once you make this record, like now the label wants you to make what? these records, you know, and like now in order to keep your positive income, you gotta make these records. You can't go back to making that. And continue to have the same fan so base. So I don't want to hear nobody talking shit about Nas making I owe you or 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 whatever the fuck that shit nah, was yeah. with Jenny. Is it Uchi Wiley or is it one Mike? There's <laughs> 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 a black it. girl lost a shorty owe you for ice. Fuck it. <laughs> but listen, but fuck Nas, it. listen, I, I hear, listen, I talk to Apathy all the time, right? And Apathy is one of the kings of this underground shit. Like, right. Apathy's another one. Apathy's been making money. That dude toured with Lincoln Park. Like, Apathy's got this mm. shit down to a science. 
Come Makes on, my goddamn show, motherfucker. All kind of money. Yeah, he was right? supposed to. He was supposed to. Yeah, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'll get Abbott. I ain't, I ain't fucking. I mean, I, so but here's Webb. You know, and Webb has the ability because he's a white kid, because mm. he has black blue eyes, and because he's decently good looking. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. well built and shit. Like mm. paws. He do, you know, he what do push ups. Yeah. So. And he's a white kid. You I have the ability to, too, to be Macklemore. You have the you ability. Gotta, if nigga, you, you make, fluffy right now. If you make a pop record, you can be a big, <laughs> a big artist. You know what I'm saying? Word. So, but here's, you know, Webb, I want to stay underground. I want to own my own shit. I want to stay this way. You know, Webb is against everything the man owns. He won't even eat, like, out of fucking chilies. Mm, <laughs> now, Webb hates everything that the man is involved in. He's not about that life. Word. So, <laughs> what? but here's, here you have apathy telling Webb, like, bro, are you fucking out of your mind? Right, like fuck that shit. Like apathy will tell you he wish he did it different mm. because wow. apathy had a deal in two thousand with Atlantic. He could have been worth millions of dollars, mm. but he decided to do this shit for the love and for the culture, and it didn't help him in the long run. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I know he felt like that. It was, and I get that there has to be a point when you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't sell your soul type shit. Right. But like, yo, like when you come from nothing and it's the difference between your family surviving and not surviving or changing your life, like you can't expect nobody to, I feel to say you, no. Yeah, I feel like you. you know what I'm saying? Like that's like the kid like like nah, go back to school, get your degree. Like now nah, I'm gonna get this sixty million when I sign this I bonus, dog. Like <laughs> because it, the, tomorrow's never promised. Like you see yeah. that shit. Like look you see that shit all the time, yo. So like, right. I'm never mad at no one getting, like, going to get that bread. And like, I, you know, selling out to me is is again. I mean, I guess it's a personal opinion, but that's the only way you're gonna make real bread, dog. Like, mm. you know, like, listen, if Nas, I guarantee you, Nas will tell you he wish he did some different deals he should have done a long time ago. Yeah, I guarantee definitely. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I think sometimes that shit hurts your image. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Image but, with who, but, though? But, but, like, but, the streets? people. But, but, the streets? Or? The, because no, ultimately, the streets. like he said, the streets create right. the culture. So, so but this but rap, you can only, go pop but all day, only so but long. if the streets don't support America, you, America, then, nigga. We talking about the world, though. nigga. Listen, here's this rap shit, right? With Remy and Nicki. And there's my point. Like, Remy's... Nikki's so goddamn rich, dog. Right. Right? She's so fucking rich. Right. Like, beyond fucking rich. Right. That, that shit matters now. Because if you don't have that anymore, you can't do shit. Like... The more money, more problems. You know, like your your mortgage, your mom's mortgage, your dad's mortgage, your sister's car, your brother's car. Yo, like that's you get what I'm saying? Like right, that it's right, bigger right. than this Music shit. Music is a when, business. It's a business. So, like, you know, in 20 years, and this is most of these rappers don't got no insurance. They don't got no health 401k. They don't got no health plans. They don't got none of that shit. I listen, I do well. Mm. I make more than probably some of your favorite lyricists a year. They Bang. know how to manage, though. They're but, not taught right. that. Right, but I'm not. it's not even about being taught that. It's about when you make music for a certain demo, you just can't make that much money. As an independent, right? Chance is the only independent that's ever been on Jimmy Kimball and yeah. fucking Conan O'Brien. Uh -huh. Like, an independent can't do that. You can't fucking do that. The... Those networks are owned by who? Got a Grammy. Warner Brothers. <laughs> but listen, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna burst everybody's bubble because everyone hates me for it. But Chance ain't indie, dog. He's got an 11 million dollar deal with Apple Music. Apple before Music then is he a, was indie. Before when? Before he got there. Or what? No one even knows about the deal. So, so well, the you have book? to know about because if you go well, if you go on he's, Apple, he, it says Apple. He's the recording. Yeah. No, but he Apple's been giving him money for the past year and a half, two years, which is when he sprawled, right? 
And my and prior to that, let me just tell you some. His father is a part of Obama's cabinet. Yeah, he's, he's had, a lot of he's had hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, Chips don't have to rap. He doesn't from, have to. He and, says and not that, only though. has he had yeah. the money. Listen, he's super into. I don't take nothing away from he's him because what he's done is amazing. But his parents taught him about mm-hmm. money and finances. Yep. But I'll give you another one. Cool kids. Mm. They used to sleep on Chris Webby's floor, dog. Who's in the cool, cool kids? kids? I fuck with cool who's in the cool kids. kids? Who's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was before chance was no was anybody. You know what I'm saying? And let me just tell you, you you can't give you can't. I hope sell, y'all like, picking listen, up these gems. You right can't now. sell free right. music on iTunes, right? Right. No. Nobody can except basically Chance and Drake. Okay. Acid rap was free on iTunes. So let's mm. talk about how far his deal goes back that nobody knows about. Maybe they mm. put it out when. Uh... Wasn't Coloring Book on like that piff or um. It's still on there. They're up there. They're all up there. But iTunes carries them for free. iTunes is sell is giving away a product. Right. But what I'm saying is iTunes is not known for is not known for doing that. (laughs) They're an entity that that literally survives on you buying the fucking music on their site, dog. So here's iTunes saying I own, I make hundreds of millions of dollars, but I'm just going, this, that's, that's like Walmart telling you they're going to give away fucking free water. Yeah. That shit don't make no fucking sense. Exactly. So, yeah. but what I'm saying is, as an independent, you can only do so much. You can't do none of that shit. Like, you just, there's, you can't do certain you shit. Grammy. You can't. You know yeah, like you, as an independent, again, chances, he's, technically he's independent and he's made these decisions on his own. He's made these on his own. So I don't take nothing away from him. But nobody's, you can't be, the biggest artist in the world and be indie. And if Chance is completely indie, he's the first and last person that'll ever do it. Like, he's doing something that, like, 50 did, it'll never be done. Mm-hmm. Something like that Wayne did at that point, it'll never be redone again. Something that, you know what I'm saying? Dr. Dre did it, it'll never be, be redone. redone. There's these right. things that happen in music that can never be redone. Right. What Chance just did will never be redone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like not for a long Lil Yachty, all this money independent, he just inked this deal. You know what I'm saying? Like Uzi Vert, he just inked his deal. You know what I'm saying? Like you because you can't become that unless mm. you're with a major. You can't. I don't give a fuck. Right. Tech nine can't get none of those looks. When he goes to work his records at radio, he outsources a, a major label to work his record at radio. And look at Tech Nine. He was so against everything radio. Mm. And his last two projects. We're all about a single because he understands to stay relevant and to mm-hmm. st- get new fans. You can't keep doing this independent shit because you can't get those fucking looks, man. Mm, right. You can't, as an independent, you're not getting no fucking billboard in Times Square. You're not ever, unless you get a major sponsor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get that shit. You can't even afford that. A billboard in Times Square is fucking $50,000 for. 24 hours, yo. Like, wow. what? But the impression is 2.2 million people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's fucking unreal. So, yeah. but you can't afford that as an indie for, for exactly. a day. That's crazy. That's what you spend on your whole project. Word. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why I'm, I, I, I'm glad I went to work with Chris. You know what I'm saying? Because they taught me this independent shit on some mm. real shit. Like, and how to count every dollar and make every dollar count. Right. Now, you said that Chris Webby, he found his niche, right? Now, what can you tell the independent artists that's listening to this, that may hear this? What what do they need to do to get known, to get out there? What what advice can you give the, the independent artists? I mean, first things first, you just got to know your demo. That's, I mean, number one, you have to know who you're trying to market your music to. You can't sell hamburgers to vegans. That's for you everything, know what I'm really. Right, for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But a lot of artists, the reason they don't, move is because they don't know who they are. Until right. you know who you are, you mm. can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't 
nobody else can know who you are. Right. You know, the biggest gems. Right. So (laughs) I feel like the what he here for to drop these motherfucking gems. In in branding, I feel as an independent artist, branding is is super important because your independence get fan bases that love this shit. Right, right, right. Right. That love the artist. Like Rich Homie Kwan got. 10 million followers, right? Mm-hmm. If he drop a t-shirt tomorrow, I guarantee you Chris Webb drops a t-shirt, he tells more t-shirts than Rich Homie. But that that's not because more people know Webb because mm-hmm. his fucking fans will buy fuck. shit in a bag from him. Right, right. Rich Homie, they love his music. They don't really they give a fuck, fuck about him. him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the radio shit. Like, you can have, you know, there's artists with, I mean, look at Drum. Drum just had the number one record in the country for like 12 weeks. Now he's got another record that's top mm. 10 and he's still got 100,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You're sleeping on drum. <laughs> but here's Chris Webby with 100,000 followers and he's had one radio record in his life and it was like nothing. It wasn't even compared. It right. wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? So that's the difference in bases. You know, like, you go to Chris Webby's show, 50 to 60% of the kids are wearing a Chris Webby t-shirt, hat, socks, shorts, something. something. Right. So like, you know, you identifying your brand is important. One, two, yo, you gotta have a bag, dog. You gotta generate some money because it's independent. It's all your own money, so you have to generate a dollar, whether right. it's with shows or touring. I, I mean, the biggest thing for me would be to spend money on getting on tour because, right. as an independent, that's where you live, and as an independent, that's where you gain your fans. Mm. Most independent artists are super dope performers because that's where they gain their stripes on the right, road, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, and there's no better place to gain a real fan than to get them live. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, the best way is to get them live, you know what I'm saying? So that, I mean, you got to have a bag, you got to have a tight-knit team like you, you know, in order to play on that level, you have to to operate on that level. So you got to have a bunch of cats that are working for low money or no money that are helping you with designs and helping you with touring and helping you emerge and helping mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Webs had and even with Annoyed, Annoyed's got a super dope team of some young college kids right, who yeah. do designs for him. him and do his visuals and they come to all his events and we mm. do collectively meetings and group text messages and ideas. He's got a dope crowd. Jitta on the track. Jitta always had a really dope team of visual guys, photographers, video guys. Jitta's videos are off the hook, you know mm. what I'm saying? But visually, he always had a cool, a really dope, young, vibrant team. Right. So like that, that would probably be the other thing is to have the team or you can't do this shit on your own, dog. So it's just have a team, know, know your brand, know your brand, and just and content. You know, you got to put out music. Like yo, nowadays people they switch so fast. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you go away. And a lot of people say, you know, even with annoyed, annoyed is super dope. Like I don't know if you listen to him, but he's like Definitely. he's unreal. Like in some of the shit he says, you will never catch, you won't catch until a year later or six months later. Like he's that dope. So you know his crew sometimes wants to let his music live because the body of work is amazing right. and what he says is amazing and when you put he out new content out like every year or like every every like six always, months yeah he's like got that. this this project will be his third project in 15 months a time but, and place because right. i'm trying to tell him about new content because yo like as much as you want to let that project live like in order to make a name and create a base and if you're not dropping all this bread you got to keep putting out content you got to yeah. stay relevant you can't but only talk about yourself for so long. A lot of the artists that do well, you know, say for instance with social media, like you post a flyer, right? The shit get fucking 12 likes. You post mm-hmm. a picture of you, 60, 70 likes. Post a picture of you and your kid, 80, 90 likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Because people don't like to be sold on something. People, so so I always say, like, you know, you take a person, so you say you, you're for your show, right? Right. For your podcast, you want to post a picture of you and talk about your podcast and put your podcast logo in the picture because you want someone to look at your picture 
and understand what you're trying to put across to them without you telling them you have to listen to this. You have to watch this. You mm. have to come here, right? <laughs> so it's like, even with touring. Yeah, niggas get marketing gyms for free. You see, you see a lot <laughs> of artists know that. that will post. If you look at a lot of artists who tour, like a Logic or G-Eazy, they'll post a picture of themselves on stage, right? Mm. And then in the comment, in their text, it's like Vancouver Friday, fucking Washington Saturday. They're yeah. not posting flyers because right. flyers become dull. Flyers, you have to understand what social media is for. Like, you know, Instagram is visual. They don't give mm. a fuck about all that other shit. They want to be attracted visually to mm. what you are posting. Right. So it's not about what you like. It's about what people think is cool, Lord. which is why every sneaker page, every bra with a fat ass gets a lot of followers because people mm. like what they see. You Lord. know what I'm saying? So if you're Lord. living through yourself and what Lord. you like is not per se cool, no one's going to like your shit. On Twitter, you know, that shit is it's not about visual it's all about Words. word and reading yeah. and it's about phrasing retweetable and shareable content right. so even when you're posting so like you post like yo I'm coming out of the show and that's all within 172 characters and when people are on Twitter they just scroll yeah, so right, you just right. you just quick read pop 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 and if you can't read it you're just scrolling boom 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 right. but now when artists post their show they'll be like show February 24th skip two lines mm. Vancouver bang skip two lines 8pm so now when you see that you automatically identify that with a show. So now you're learning how to tweet. And when you would tweet, you know, you look at the biggest pages or most of the shit you retweet, it's mostly people you don't even know that you're retweeting, but it's a phrase or something that people react to, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. I'm retweeting that shit 8,000 times. I don't know who the fuck originally retweeted that shit, but I just, you know what I'm saying? And with Facebook, it's shareable content. It's debating. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's real time. It's, it's the scope of reality. Like Twitter is still an entertainment thing. It's still an urban thing. Instagram isn't everybody thing, but it's not debatable. Facebook is mothers, fathers, whites, black, Indian, Asian. Right. It's everything. Right, so that's right. why the debating has become such an issue on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Because it's such a raw, raw on people. So, hmm. but again, like as an artist, if I if you rap about conscious shit or you rap about Tim's or you rap about this and that, and I see you and you're wearing Air Maxes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not a, some, there's a there's a mishap it's the same thing when you see someone and you go on Instagram you see someone talking about fucking mad bitches and you go on his Instagram he got pictures with his kids and his wife yeah like, don't make it don't, <laughs> it don't make up, sense man. and that's why a lot of artists don't get that core base because people can't understand I always say this you know look at like a Mano and a Jeezy in my opinion Mano is like way more hood than Jeezy right, right, I, I've right, known right. Mano Mano is Mano is a right? Mano he's Mano kidnapped niggas he's official yeah. right, right. But why isn't he as big as Jeezy? Music-wise. Uh, no, because Jeezy still makes... Tr bro, he's on trap records talking yeah. about cocaine. Yeah, but true, Number true, three on yeah. You don't remember that but, fucking meme that, that, that went around talking all about above. Jeezy, kid is in college, like he ain't selling like... Well, well here's yeah, the thing, true, but here's true, the thing. True. Jeezy, he was affiliated with the BMF or whoever it was, yeah, right? yeah. and then he got affiliated with Coke and whatnot. His branding became a snowman. Like the branding mm. upon him... Was trap yeah, Atlanta was snowman like right. here was Mano and he's done some so bad shit mm. that you can't even really talk about it because kidnapping is not accepted, <laughs> <laughs> like, or whatever it is that he does. Like Mano's not trying to Jeezy's glorifying something that everybody thinks they know him for, right. coming from an area right. that everybody knows is right. that area. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, so like right. it's the same thing. If you're from California, you think of Atlanta as trap. Trap music, dirty South. Right. You think of New York. When you think of Brooklyn, people don't really know how yeah. they don't. You know what I'm saying? Across the world, there's yeah. it doesn't have this identity. I mean, you think of like mafia, or you think so of it's like, like stigmas, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, and then Mano's got all the above, big record with mm. with T Pain, yeah. <laughs> which is a if you're thinking Mano, then you don't really know why he just made all the above. Right. But Jeezy, even mm. on records with Akon, 
was uh, Trap now Eva Marada yeah. yeah Like it's Akon singing the record The hook But he's right. talking about trap. trap Yeah You know what I'm saying So like He was identifiable Jeezy the snowman Like the, he was easy to identify with. there's a lot of rappers That get lost in the sauce Because you As a person You put people in a box I don't, Everyone says like Yo I'm not I don't want to put in a box You You And you Put everything in a box And that's That's mm-hmm. not a bad thing I'm mm-hmm. just saying like When you When you're driving on the road And you see a Chrysler You're like Damn that shit look like a Bentley grill yeah. You have to be able to identify something by thinking it looks like something else. That's the mm-hmm. only way you can wrap your brain can be like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I look at that and I'm like, that's a Triton. But it, even if it's not a Triton, I put it next to a Triton because yeah. that's what I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even mm-hmm. when I with a flow, when you hear someone's like, oh, you sound like Kendrick. You sound like Meek. You sound like, yeah, because yeah, you're trying like, to figure out yeah. what the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. So as a right. person, as a consumer... It's the same, like when you go into Best Buy and you see a pair of headphones, you're like, yo, they, they look like Beats. That's yeah. the company's, that's their idea. They yeah, want you yeah, to see that. Yeah, exactly. Because well, now you, you can identify up. the product. You, you can understand what the product is without knowing what the product is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the shit is deeper. Like even on some marketing shit, like Target and Walmart, bro, their color schemes make you buy. Mm-hmm. When you, What they play for music when you walk in makes you shop. Uh, it's down to the- Where they it, put it at, the placement. It's the placement. <laughs> you apply, listen, I got a homie that works for Target that does, he basically dresses the stage as the product guy. Right. You know, he makes like a quarter million dollars a they year telling money. them where to put the product at. Mm-hmm. He'll put that shit on that shelf and that, in that aisle and- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like that- It's like an organizer. <laughs> but as an independent, well, I, I say that to say this, as an independent, all that shit matters. Everything matters because that's how you gain your money and that's how you gain a fan. You can't compete music-wise, money-wise on a level of a major. So you need that personal attachment to each person. Everybody independent has a personal attachment. Mm. Logic fans are fucking crazy. g Easy fans are fucking crazy. Mm. But that's, they came from that independent build over years, seeing the same faces, retweeting all these people. You know what I'm saying? So like as an independent, all the shit you don't think matters, matters. Shit. It's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just real shit. Now, with that being said, now is Connecticut copying off of other markets or other states or are we becoming like a hotbed for artists now or do you think that because a, a lot of people feel like they got to move away from connecticut or move to like new york or atlanta or, 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 or to the west coast to actually pop well yeah you have a better op you definitely have more opportunity in any big market i mean there's That's five the markets market. in the right. country that right. you move to if you want to do music yeah, but then mm-hmm. you, you take chris webby and annoyed Chris well, Webby's is still in Connecticut, but you say he got all this shit yeah, going for him. I mean, you still, but you know, you're gonna. The the problem is, is that I don't even think that we're biting. I think that there's just no sound, right? Because, and I feel like there's no sound because people are uneducated out here, right? Which is really weird because in this day and age, you shouldn't be uneducated. But there's some really dope I mean, let's young guys keep it coming real. up. You got maybe like four, five black markets or hip hop markets in Connecticut. It's like Bridgeport, New Haven, yeah, Hartford. I mean, listen, my, my my problem is, I don't, like I said, I just don't think there is a sound yet because they're uneducating that. So out here, like, a lot of people, the production's not that great, the sound's not that great, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, when you come to a place like this and you see that the sound can be better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, like, yeah. a lot of these artists aren't, they don't understand that yet, so they're still making... You know, local records. Like, when I hear a record on the radio, I can tell you it's, it's t- local yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. 
And it's because we don't have that sound yet. We don't, we're trying to find it. But most of the rappers out here are super urban, super hood, and super frustrated. Right. Right? <laughs> and that's, that's just real shit. Because if you're, the hood, on the if you're from the hood out here, facts. listen, there's a... This, the Connecticut's disparity between rich and poor like, is unlike anywhere else. Exactly, but it's we're, like we, one we of the, the one biggest, biggest like, the biggest disparity between the richest states for, for five percent. Fucking so redheaded stepchild. But that's my right. point. For five percent, like the richest part of the state is in fucking seven towns. But right. it's so like, listen, you can go on one block and it's worth five billion dollars on one block Look in at Stanford. Stanford is like right? that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what I'm saying is if you're from the hood in Connecticut, right. you're poor, dog. Exactly. Like, you're fucking poor. The yeah. disparity, the middle class is almost ghost. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you're super poor because they're so rich. Yeah. Right? So out here, I just feel like there's no real sound yet. You're trying to struggle to feel sound. You're, but there's no, but like, like, listen, Boston is the number four market in the country and they have no rapper. Who they got? No one. I mean, guru. Wait, 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 wait. Boston is number four? Hell yeah. So who the fuck is top three? New York City, LA, Houston, and Atlanta. Chicago. Chicago. Atlanta's like number five. Over. God, what the fuck? What's in Boston? Okay. But here, but here, again, but here, you got to take into what a demographic is, right? So Boston's got three million people in this little fucking baby. Atlanta's the size of Connecticut, dog. Yeah, it's big as fuck. So you have three million people condensed in this little baby area, okay. and there's more colleges per square mile yes. in Boston, in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. than anywhere else in the country. So your average worker in Boston is a 25 year old working in an insurance company, mm-hmm. a law firm, a doctor's office, because there's like a hundred colleges within fucking ten square miles. Okay, right. So you're talking about consumer demos. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about. If you talk about music, sales, everything popular, like, uh, you know, people-wise, mm. Boston's number four or five now. Mm. Philadelphia is like, f- Philadelphia, Atlanta, Boston, and San Fran kind of jump between like four to eight. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like right, right. LA, New York, Houston, and then Houston bedded yeah, with I Chicago. Thought Houston would be over Boston. Nah, but like, again- like more the- down South State. What you have to understand is when you it, it's like anything else. When they say, all right, crime, like Springfield, Mass, is the oh, yeah, most right, dangerous yeah. place to live yeah, in Bridgeport, the Yeah, Bridgeport is always on that fucking right, list. But, we but, always top but, 10. But so here's the thing. They take in the amount of people, 120,000, yeah, the, capita, the yeah. capita. Then it's crime, education. It's fucking the amount of phone calls to the police station. It's right. the amount of years you finish at school, the amount mm. of college. It's a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? But like... Yo, Boston's crazy, dog. Like, it's a it's three point three million people in this little fucking. Bean listen, town. the yeah. whole state got four and a half million people. Boston's got three million. So this Damn. one. Damn. But even look at New York. Like New York's got what twelve million people. New York's big as fuck, yeah. and eight million are are in, are in listen, the fucking the boroughs. boroughs. The, yeah, the, the five boroughhs. boroughs. You know that Manhattan's <laughs> the smallest county yeah. in the world. Mm. My fucking just, I'm, yo, I hate learning shit like on a weekend. No, I, from a, <laughs> but if, from a demo, even with Connecticut, Connecticut is top ten in music sales in the country, and not overall, it's per capita right. because there's only three million people here. So right. if you sell thirty thousand downloads in Connecticut and there's three million people, that's yeah. fucking a lot. That's yeah. a lot. So your demo is different. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, in Connecticut. We consume music, but most of these artists out here don't make music for the consumers. They make music for the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's like facts. And, and again, yeah, that's too, facts. and again, too, in Connecticut. So you're talking about 
you know, Bridgeport, I think uh, what's, is New Haven or Bridgeport the largest in population? I think Bridgeport. It's, Bridgeport. it's like, but what, it's only like 140 or 130,000. Yeah. So each, Waterbury got like 100, 110, Hartford 100, 120, New Haven, same thing around there. So with our five biggest cities, we only got half a million people. So break the five biggest cities in half a million. Now break that down to the five, to, to, to people that are urban and hood. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you're down to 150,000 people spread out across mm. how many miles. Mm-hmm. So now your music's only going to, uh, to quote, now from that 150,000, now break that down to the 150,000 like rap. Now break that down to 150,000 like that type of rap. Damn. Now break that, you know what I'm saying? So like right. now break that down to so the amount. Of, so now you get down to 20, 30,000 people. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm. how are you gonna sell music if you're, and and the rule of thumb is for every million fans mm. about or even on Instagram. So like you know you see someone with a hundred thousand likes or a hundred thousand uh, fans. Yeah. Their pictures usually get like two to four thousand yeah, likes. Like 10, so you're only talking like four or five percent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That actually consume the product. So, like, you know, when you break down demos, you understand why it's hard to sell units. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to sell a lot of units in Connecticut. Yeah, but you're making music for such a small portion. I got this this one rapper who's out. He's a white kid. And they just came to me, and they want to do... He's He wants to be the rich. He wants to basically be Malibu's most wanted. Real <laughs> shit. He's a, he's a fucking trust. This kid's... He's a trust wants to be kid. B-Red. He's from Greenwich. He got hella... His parents got hella money. And he's a rapper. He's not really a rapper, but he wants to be a rapper. He wants to be a rapper. He's got plenty of money. But, yo, we're going to make this music and we're going to, we're going to, you know, he's going to, the 1% is what they, I'm like, bro, do you hear yourself? Straight up, G. You want to sell your music to the 1% of the country, of the world. Uh-huh. The one, like, how the fuck are you gonna get? Take that one percent and right. now break that down again. Right. Age group, where they live, right. what they watch, what they like. I mean, you're talking about fucking. There's only like thirty people. Right, how many millionaires are there in the right. world? I don't know, fifteen thousand. No, I don't know. Millionaires are oh, what is it? Hundred millionaires or whatever. There's some. Yeah, some, some. There's only like fourteen hundred billionaires. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so like, right. how are you gonna sell your music to that demo of people? There's not enough people, dog. You know what I'm saying? Even like you pay seven hundred go on World Star. I say World Star. You need to go on World Star because it's like the everyday place that all these labels and shit right, go right. to. But you're not gonna gain money from world star mm, right. you're better off spending that 700 on complex hot new hip-hop rap radar places right. that have true fans mm. you know then i'm gonna go and be like oh that kid it's on world star but i would never buy his music like mm. and people watch that ratchet shit but and it goes viral but they don't necessarily support it you know mm. what i'm saying so like yeah that shit is is, is like a whole different ball game of shit you know but you That's, all that shit matters wow. man all that shit when you break the demo down like even in LA, like it's like, yo, there's 14 million people, but fucking four million are Mexicans. They're not yeah. listening to rap, dog. Definitely yeah. not. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like, you have to make world. Like I say, listen, I use Kid Ink all the time, dog, because people don't respect Kid Ink. That he motherfucker is for a, some reason. I don't but know. yo, he's a hit machine. Yeah. He makes good hits. Machine, but he makes <laughs> yo, worldly was, stadium. Was a point music. where he had three records. On- on the radio. On top five. Fuck yeah. On the like, radio. Yeah, top like just five. crazy. You know, that dude gets forty, fifty thousand dollars a show and you wouldn't even think it because he makes world music. Radio station Pitbull, book him. Mm-hmm. Flo yes. Yo, Flow Rider. And this is Yo, Flo Rider said Flo, fuck this hip hop shit. Hip hop. Okay. Like, I'm with the pop shit. According to Rolling Stone, he is the most popular rapper worldwide. He's not a rapper. Other than Snoop? Says who? Mm. 
That's true too. See, I guess we got the old definition of rappers. But hey, uh, but listen, you 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 again. It's he's a hip hop artist within a genre. Yeah, but like over. But again, to to your average kid that listens to the radio, he's a fifteen or sixteen year old white kid from Farmington or from Shelton or from right. Naugatuck, and those yeah, are the shit. kids consuming the product. So they dictate the market. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. and overseas. In Asia, they consider that rap. He's rapping. He's rapping. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and I say it all, like, listen, Nikki right now is going to go get a million dollars in a country that has 80,000 people in it. And in that whole country, they never heard of Remy. Not one person in that country. Bro, I go to San Diego. I was, and this is no shit. I was in San Diego six months ago, Mm. and I had a conversation with a kid who had no idea who Sheik Luch or Styles P were. He was a 25-year-old white I mean, oh, he should be ashamed of himself. Oh, hell. No, 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 Here's no. I expect people on the West Coast to not know who the locks is. They, well, listen, he, name, dude, he, no, 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 he knew the locks. No. Okay. And he knew Jadakiss, but okay. didn't know them. Because, oh, listen, that's different. If, okay. No, because, you, listen, you, you if, if you're a white kid, right, and you're from San Diego, if you don't cop mixtapes, and you don't listen to BET, where are you getting it from? Yo, it's Red Cafe, like, where, if you, if you're not from East Coast, where are you finding Red Cafe exactly. music? Exactly, Red it's, Cafe. It's, yo, it's somebody popping in Atlanta right now that you've never heard of. That's gonna bump in in New York and the, the East Coast in like three months. You never heard of this nigga. Same same shit out west. This is a nigga bumping right now. You ain't never heard never of heard him. Never heard of him. But so it's when it comes to New York, then you are gonna hear this shit. But that's my point. Is you're making when when you talk about your everyday consumer, they see shit in different places. Yeah, they that's s- what's great about I music though. You, now, yeah, ninety percent of hip hop outlets from different yeah. outlets. Yeah. But you, like the average kid is like the kid, you know, like in shopping in the mall and hears what's going on in Pandora, and you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. that's your average person. Like the scope. Hip hop has become mainstream because now my mom listens to hip hop, right. and yeah. your daughter listens to hip hop. Like once different likes of people listen yeah. to that shit, it becomes bigger than the brand. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. You know, we could have a yeah. whole discussion yeah. on like inside shit. Yo, have you ever thought about teaching like a class or like yeah. I, I've been a on, seminar? I've, I've been like... trying. I do seminars. I speak at seminars all over the place. Let like me know. So I can come to one. I, I do Jersey. like four or five <laughs> for years. real. Teach these people. Um, but I've been trying. Like I'm, I've been trying to put together a program that I can try and pitch to colleges because I feel like there's no. You can't go to school for music. You can go to school for communications. You can go to school for like engineering, right. but you can't go to school to be a manager or to be a booking agent yeah. or to you know like to understand publishing. That's like facts. there's mm-hmm. so many things that you you just can't learn, and that's why music is difficult to get into because it's the only even as an acting or athlete you you gotta you have to you have to do Cape Cod leagues and summer pro am leagues and to get to these things in music it's like it's a bunch of uneducation it's a homie of a homie of a homie of a homie he's yeah. a rapper who gets signed he brings the homie that homie's never graduated he brings another homie that homie quit in ninth grade he brings that homie he was trapping so it's a lot of uneducation within music mm. because you can't can't just wake up and be like, I want to go to school and be a manager. Right. Like, every manager I know was like a homie of a homie. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, exactly. that's kind of how this shit. That's it, how it all happens in music. Like, yeah. even Tax Stone. Like, did he go to school for communications? No. no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. You know, and like, but even when you go to school for, it's like going to school for business. It's like, yeah, like you go to school for business, but like, what business? Fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you get like, the fundamentals. Like so firsthand even, is right. the best teacher. And you know, like you, my homies have gone for engineering, and they teach you how to build and studios, and they teach you the way wiring supposed to be but they don't teach you the shit that you're gonna need to, to actually well you want to be a lawyer yeah. they're gonna teach you the shit like yes 
personally, you're going to learn some new shit, but you need to know the fucking law to be a lawyer. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, exactly. you don't need to know a fucking thing about music mm-hmm. to go get an engineering career. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I know motherfuckers who have no idea about music. That's facts. I got a homie who, he's the dopest master, but he can't mix because he's got no fucking vibe. Oh, the dude, like, <laughs> this is a hip-hop record. He's like... You know what I'm saying? Like, but he, and because oh, of that, man. I can't use him on Urban Records. Right. But that's shit that you can't teach. That's right. you know what I'm saying. You can't learn that shit. Right. That's just something that comes with it. So yeah, I've been trying to figure out a way to kind of try and introduce a program. But again, you know, people do. There's a shit called the NEMS Conference that comes mm. every oh, year. New Roger England does it. New England Music Summer. Yeah. You know, when fucking 50, 60 artists show up, it's like, yo, like, how do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit in Connecticut is uneducation. Like, how do you not show up when there's a thing in downtown Hartford that's got... Maybe they don't know about look, it. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. Like, prom- like I've heard of this shit, but when but I listen, hear, like, a lot of people don't go to this shit. But that's been happening... This is the NEMS. The first NEMS seminar was eight, nine years ago. The radio station used to promote it. They had huge sponsors, CSEC. Bro, mm-hmm. I, I get artists that knew about it and didn't go. I talk. I've, I've talked to... This year, I talked to a hundred artists and maybe five showed up. And every one of them knew that if you follow me, you knew about NEMS, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to tell me that I only know five five rappers? Right, right, right. And there's rappers that you would assume would be there but aren't because they're above that. But yo, you're not on. So how are you above that? Yeah. Lenny Yes was there. Right. Like help. Lenny Yes was there. He was like, right. you know what I'm saying? So like, and again, too, just getting someone's number is not enough, dog. You got to. Follow up. Build that relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, again, on education, I just feel uh, you see other people on that. You know, you argue on Facebook. They just don't know. And I, I get in it. If you ever follow me on Facebook, like, I get into the craziest shit when I mm. talk because people don't. My my Facebook is super popping. When I speak, it's like God talks, and I, and I don't mean mm. that. in a I just mean because when I say shit, they don't even realize it's true. Like, I, I've, I've had people argue with me like about publishing. Like, no, bro. Like. They don't take your publishing. You don't like know you, more than me. And not even you don't know more than me. It's like, bro, you can go in a book. It's a fact. There's a, there's a, I, I just feel like people's opinions are not based on, I mean, listen, the definition of opinion is knowledge not based on fact, right? Mm. It's an opinion formed, not based on information or fact. X got mad opinions. Right? A fact, <laughs> a you fact. You do too, nigga. Fuck out A fact is research that is undisputable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's a difference. If I tell you, even even say as an artist, if I tell you Drake is a better artist than Fab, right. that's a fact. That's not mm-hmm. a fucking opinion. And it's not an opinion because if you take the embodiment of an artist, I'm not saying rapper, right. as an artist, artist. he's a hundred times more. That's like telling me that Samuel Jackson's a better actor than fucking Denzel. Right. Fact being, mm-hmm. he's not because yeah. he in in that you you know what I'm saying. You can he's say whoever is better than LeBron. Yeah. There's probably ten people that are better than LeBron that are in fucking Rucker Park. Right. But you're not LeBron because you're still in fucking Rucker Park. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. So like, Curry, yeah, he's a great shooter. He's not fucking better than LeBron. That's a fact. That's oh, cold yeah, off. It's a fact. He's a great shooter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, better shooter for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's not a better player. That's a fact. That's not a fucking opinion. So I just feel like people's opinions are abrasive now, and they mm-hmm. base it off non factual factual, factual, factual you know what I'm so but i get on but, it, but i get in these Ultimate arguments facts. because <laughs> people facts. don't know the difference it'd be the same thing as like if you told me like yo did you know that 
I don't know, the whole world is run on a computer, and I don't know about computers. I'd be like, nah, hell no, it's not. It's not run on computers. Like, how do you figure? Like, you know what I mean? It's a fact. The whole fucking world is run on computers. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I can't dispute. I just feel like people's dispute. And 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 again, with music, people are just uneducated, man. Like, even you guys are are educated, and you understand a lot of the shit I'm talking about. Mm. And I probably just said a few things you've never known about. Definitely. But so think about the people who really who don't really know don't. this yeah, shit, right, the ignorant right, right. shit, like, you know what I'm saying? That like, reminds me, this bitch on Twitter tried to tell me that Remy stole uh, Nikki's whole verse. Yeah. Off of, and, and, and I damn near killed that bitch. Yeah. But again, too, like, that's not, you know that's mean? not a She fact. lucky I can't remember her goddamn screen name. It's, I shot oh, that bitch had, out. Oh, we ain't mean, announcing shit. Go ahead. You know that, that shit is not a fact, you know? So, like, I... People just, I just feel like need to be, and when you're in these bigger markets, it's easier to be informed, mm. right? Because you see more people moving a certain way, you see more people doing a certain thing. And when you're in a when you're in a small market, you also have people that like, you know, a lot of the DJs up here, they're trying to be Khaled, you know, and and I'm, you can't be mad at them for trying to be Khaled. But what I'm trying to say is, they're trying to be popping too. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be stars too. So why are they going to, you know, help you? get to where they want to be. Mm, like right. someone has to be somewhere first in order to yeah. really be able to open a door for yeah, that's you, true. you know? So like I, you know, you may respect another podcast, but like at the end of the day, you're trying to make your mark, you know what I'm saying? So if you're homie, if you're, I fuck with everybody but, but right, but if it came, but if it came to you, you get uh Davies for the podcast or your homie gets Davies for the podcast. <laughs> I'm choosing me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and shit. listen, I say it all the time. Like, you always have to choose yourself. You know what I'm right. saying? But like, you have to understand. And it, listen, in music and anything else, it, you got to understand life and business. It's no different. It, mm-hmm. It's really, even in the street, like music, you can't afford to lose ounces and you can't afford snitches and you can't afford to make bad That's moves. Facts. You can't afford to do that shit in music. You can't take L's. You can't put out shitty. If you sold shitty weed, you wouldn't have good reviews. You wouldn't be in business no more. Long. You can't give out shitty you fucking Yelp would be trash. Right. So you can't, you can't <laughs> give out shitty music and it's the same thing as like, yo, like, if you if your tape is for one demo, then every person you give that tape to that don't listen to that type of music right. was a waste, bro. Right. God damn. You know what I'm saying? So like that shit to me, like I'm not gonna go tell my mom to listen to your podcast. My mom's not gonna listen to the podcast. Right, right. My mama don't need it. Right. But <laughs> you know I'm, I'm gonna tell every kid that I know that likes worldly shit and funny shit and hip hop right. shit and opinionated shit. Like you would tell that person because that person has the ability to listen to your shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel like, uh, you know, on some music shit, man, uneducation is 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 everything in music. Word. It's everything. Everything. Now, before we get out of here, what's one gem that you can give us that you haven't given us yet? Like, what's one thing about either the music industry, whether you want to say something to independent artists, whether you want to just give us some marketing tips, whatever you, whatever's on your mind, just random. I don't know. I would probably just say, say what you mean and do what you say, real shit. I mean, I, I burnt a lot of bridges early on in music because in, in music, you you tend to, again, you're you're coming from a point where there's there's no money being made. You're struggling. You're trying to make something happen. So you you say things that you shouldn't be saying and right, right. you take on too oh, much money. Shit, you know dude. what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> you know, there was point, I used to run mixtapes for DJs, Corrupt, Enough, Chubby Chubb, Big Mike, and 
Mm. I got fucked up with money because I had 10 DJs money and I was using Chubby Chubb's money to pay Big Mike back and Clinton Sparks oh, to pay shit. enough back. <laughs> because like I was, Ponzi was, scheming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so much. It was so But Yo, think about the mixtape shit. It's like if I come to, you had a mixtape store and right. I came to your store and I had five DJ tapes, right? Uh, but that's on Monday. But word. then Friday, Big Mike and who kid in enough drop and I come like how you just bought a hundred tapes from me four days ago. Word. You don't got the money to buy 30 more tapes. So I'm going to leave this mm. money on consignment. Mm-hmm. Right, and then when Big Mike drops again, right. I'm gonna come back and collect bread and right, pay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But like mm-hmm. that's just me being young and trying to fit in and making promises to people that I can't keep. And you know right. what I'm saying? So I would just and in music again because people are so uneducated, saying what you mean and saying what you want and saying what you need are so fucking important. Right. You know whether you're going to a club or whether you're setting up an interview, it's so important to. Like, listen, we can't smoke in here. Listen, I don't like that. Listen, I need this. There's right. so many people just trying to make a move that no one's ever open with what they want. That's why you always see this fuck shit with mm. promoters and all this shit. Is everyone's like, yo, I just need a few bucks and you just, you know what I'm saying? Or you spend yeah. $20 and then you don't say the receipt and don't say you spent the 20 then you feel a certain way internally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people don't, they just don't speak enough, and in, in, I've learned that over the years. I'm super brash. I'm kind of rude. I'm kind of a dick. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. It's not because I'm that type of person. It's just because. How you get forward. Yeah, like it's just for me. It's the only way to tell an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't. I've so I've told so many artists they were dope and they just weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just won't do that. You know what I'm just saying? Can't like, keep lying to these motherfuckers. <laughs> no, nah, like, and I, I just, I just feel like in life, I feel like you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness. Than it is to ask for permission. Where you know what I'm saying? Like that's Bro. that's my that's person. Bar. That's my personal <laughs> opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like gem right there. Yeah. yeah, and and it, and I I feel like in any line of work, like even regularly in business, even when you got a partner or some shit, like people aren't clear with what they want, you know, or what they mean. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like a lot of people get into a lot of issues in life, not just in music, but in life, because mm. you're not clear and your communication is terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like. I've I've been I was single for forever, you know what I'm saying? And I, but I never had no drama. But dudes would be like, yo, how do you talk to and not get in no shit? Never I never had no bad issues with women. And it was because I would tell them, mm. like, I I'm 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 single and I don't want a girlfriend ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I was almost to the point where I try to push them away, but I gave them the option to deal with that. So if you dealt with me, you dealt with me and you knew what time it was. I never yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never hurt nobody's feelings because they knew what time it was. And I feel like, again, in music, that's what you need to do is you need to be upfront when you working for a club or doing this shit for free. And you, again, a lot of shit's for free in music. Mm. So you have to be very clear cut on what you expect. And a lot of things is on the barter system. My whole career is on the barter system. Right, right. So, like, you fuck with me and bring one of my artists up here that's coming up, you know what I'm saying? When mm. when when a big homie come through, I'm going to get you Biscuit. I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? That's mm. how this shit work. But like, Shout out to that. Right? But if you, <laughs> if you can't, if you don't understand the circumstance or if you don't, if I don't tell you all that, then, right. you know what I'm saying? Or if you don't ask for money, you're not going to get bad. Like, I say mm. the same shit about, you know, artists getting, I don't feel bad that, did he fuck the locks over, dog? Like, did he offer you a contract? Mm. You and your lawyers and managers signed that shit right, because right. you wanted to get out the hood. It's right. not his fault. You know what I'm I mean, saying? Like, you, like people that's are going to do whatever you allow them to do. And that's like what men in relationships with men hitting women or, you know, your job. Take. I tell my mother, my mother's like the nicest lady ever. She'll work overtime. She'll fucking clean floor. That's not her job, but she. that's my mother. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's, right. And then she come home and she, they don't appreciate me. My, my back hurt my feet. Ma. You don't have to do that Stop shit. You choose that. to do that yeah, shit. Right, right. Yeah, so right. like 
and I feel bad that she feels that way, but she feels that way and it's her fault. You know what I'm saying? So like someone's gotta be real about it. I feel like people in life just don't be realistic. You know what I'm Word. saying? So like, yeah, man, my, I, I would just say be honest and and say what you want and know what you want. Know what you want. You know what mm. I'm saying? You can't know what you want. If you don't know what you want, you can't achieve no success. You That's know? facts. That's some real shit. This motherfucker know? done dropped the most gems <laughs> <laughs> on this goddamn show, I think, yeah, ever. For real, for real. So, Chris, give everybody your social media, your email if they want to yeah, send you their whack album or <laughs> trash-ass mixtape, yeah. whatever. No, nah, no, nah, um, Chris Fury one at Gmail, Chris Fury and the number one at Gmail, and Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. All that shit is just Chris Fury one C H R I S F U R Y one. Why the one? Word, it's word. like Chris Fury. I couldn't. Not... Yo, motherfuckers People had Chris had Fury. I was so pissed. <laughs> I, I tried it's to. Like, buy... I always think of Brian Fury yo, when I, I think of your name. Nick like... Fury, the fucking weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, man. Nah, nah. That's not even. I, that's not even. They used to call me my first name on radio was Big Chris, but I was mm. like five ten, like one ninety. <laughs> I wasn't big. So one day DJ KG said, uh. Say yo, what's your last name? And I said my last name, and he fucked it up mm-hmm. and said like Fury, and uh, that's that was that. That just stuck. It, it just that stuck. shit stuck. So it's a yeah. super cool. But motherfucker, I've had this name for so long. People think my last name is. I get bills in the mail that say attention, Chris Fury. But yeah, man, Chris Fury one hit me up on on whatever. Word, yeah. word, word. X King Life Media Group. King Life. Uh, nah, fuck that. Uh, the real King X one on <laughs> Twitter nigga, yeah. and uh, Instagram. You ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna promote your business just not at all. Yeah, you just take, taking a hiatus. Shout out to Annoy though. He got a new project coming. Yeah, I want to ATAP a time and place. A time and place. I want to be around for that. So I might, yeah, some, I might have to something serious. I'll send you some. You know what I'm saying? Send you some. Appreciate that. Cuppy. Drink cups. Hey. You want to promote yourself real quick? Um, some mixed cocktail drinks. CT. Get you fucked up. Jersey loving. Um, drink cups on all social medias. D R I N K C U P S. Yep. Drink cups. Got me a little wavy right I'm now. I'm gonna go home. Um, follow her. Right so I, you know, Damn, I, I make sure I follow back too. Word. Um, uh, we got anything else? Um, nah, I think that's it. All right, so uh, one thing's for certain: we're too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the name of Domino. Word. That's X One. Yeah, yeah. Cuppy, I thank you for being our uh, interim host or whatever. Oh no Case problem. Case may be. <laughs> uh, Chris, I thank you for coming through. Yeah, man, I'm here. And uh, we out of here. Yeah, yeah. Bang. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening?